the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. With SRM News, I'm Jason Walker. Facing major corruption charges, New Jersey Democrat Senator Bob Menendez now has a challenger in November. Ron DeRoxtra reports. Representative Andy Kim Saturday said he was compelled to run against the three-term senator after the indictment came down. Kim's surprise announcement came as a growing number of Democrats are calling for Menendez to step down. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman, the first Democrat senator to do so, and a majority of New Jersey's congressional delegation have said that he should resign. Menendez says he has done nothing wrong. Ron DeRoxter reporting. A new political party gaining traction ahead of the 24 presidential election. The group known as No Labels has secured ballot access in 11 states and says it's on track to hit 20 before the year is over and all 50 states by Election Day. This is SRN News. Mark Levin sees yet another power grab. This is an attack on the First Amendment. This is an attack on our electoral system. What you're seeing here, Jack Smith, at the behest of Merrick Garland, are seizing the electoral power from the American people in Congress for themselves. They are seizing the power to decide what will and will not fly in elections. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Visit am1280thepatriot.com to click the half-off deals icon so you can check out and start saving 50% or more with the Patriot Half-Off Deals program. Great products and services right here in the Twin Cities. It's the Patriot Half-Off Deals program at am1280thepatriot.com. From the Genovations Regen Weather Center, tonight's low around 60 degrees, mostly cloudy skies sticking around for the evening and overnight hours leading into Monday. Partly sunny for the day, high around 70 degrees. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is The Closer, Brad Carlson. It is a lie. I am, in fact, Mitch Berg, not Brad Carlson. Brad's off on assignment today, just as I was yesterday. You might think, hey... That sounds like you just swapped days. I will neither confirm nor deny. However, what matters is this. Whether through myself, or Brad, or Jack, Tom Zach, the new guy, three to five Saturdays, or King Banyan, 
9 to 11, Saturday mornings on your sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. It doesn't matter what part of the Narn is on the air, merely that, uh, merely that one of us is here. And that means all is well with the world. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12, The Patriot, Mitch Berg in for Brad Carlson. We'll be back to normal schedule next week. Next week, by the way, a very, very busy week on this broadcast here. We'll talk about that later on in the hour here. Uh, I'm in for Brad today. Brad was in for me yesterday. Normally, I'm heard Saturdays 1 to 3. Jack Tomzak, the new guy, 3 to 5. Uh, Brad normally heard this time. You all know that. I just, it, we, we pop back and forth once in a while. I enjoy coming in on Sundays because it's a little different. The, the, the vibe is a little more relaxed on Sundays. Saturdays have that prime time sort of hustle and bustle and crackle in the air. Uh, you kind of feel like you're standing in Times Square on a Monday noon uh, as business people go to lunch. It's that busy on Saturdays. I'm lying. It's not. It's pretty much the same kind of day. But uh, either way, it's the, the weekend here at AM 12 A The Patriot, which, let's be honest, is when the action actually is, when all of his local shows are on, which is something no other show uh, station in town can actually say. I mean, you look at the other talk stations in town. What are they doing this time of day? We're talking ask a lawyer. We're talking ask a uh, ask the ask the veterinarian. We're we're talking ask your your rabbi. I mean, valid stuff, but not exactly taking apart the issues of the day that that matter to people to everyone in Minnesota that affect the future of this state, this nation, really of Western civilization. That's what Jack, Brad, King, and I have tackled every week because someone has to. At any rate, the DFL. I've described the DFL a lot of different ways. I, I've described them as 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 liars. And, and by the way, I mean, that's evidence every day. Speaking of people from other uh, stations, uh, Nicole Mitchell, former weather person from one of the lesser stations in town here, well, uh, well, TV's Channel 4, basically WDFL, uh, put out a tweet yesterday. What One of many tweets, one of a whole avalanche of social media that every DFLer has been putting out for the past, ever since the session got over, and really in, into the middle of the session, to, to the point where I honestly think that most of these accounts, uh, the social media accounts by, by DFL legislators are controlled by the same people. Because the tweets are and Facebook posts are so absolutely lockstep alike that it kind of gives me the impression that we just have somebody sitting with an application in some uh, basement office somewhere at the DFL headquarters cranking this garbage out. Anyway, Nicole Mitchell, who is who's a, a TV weather woman in real life and apparently was highly qualified because she has exquisite blonde hair, uh, tweeted, quote, I am so proud of Minnesota's on this list. Not just child tax credits, but we invested in free school lunches, ways to make daycare more affordable, and more early childhood investments. Uh, and this is one of a series of lies that the DFL has been telling, that they, they're they basically assuming that nobody's going to call them on it. And Nicole Mitchell was at Channel 4, so she knows she's right. I mean, she she used to paint her toenails with, with, with Esme Murphy at Channel 4. She knows that the media is not going to call them on any of this. Here, this is the one that I just love. This is one they still pop out. I mean, the lieutenant governor came out with this one this past week saying, we decreased child poverty by a third in this session. Or some of them being a little more careful saying, we think we're going to be decreasing child poverty by a third 
in this session. To which any reporter that actually cares about, I don't know, keeping government accountable would say, okay, what are you using as your baseline? What are you using as your measure of child poverty? And what is the deadline for this 33% drop in poverty? I mean, describe the actual drop that you plan to see here. Because, and by the way, the entire basis for this is the child tax, uh, tax credit that Nicole Mitchell talks about, which affects people who have a household income below $35,000, which certainly is you're getting down into people who are flirting with poverty down there. But it's not, it's, it's a tiny, relatively tiny pittance that's going back to people in exchange for huge tax hikes, none more so than against the people who can afford them the least because it's poor people have a higher rate of inflation than rich people, wealthy, middle-class people even do. Because the worst inflation is in the things that, that working-class people have to pay for. Rent, gas, energy. you got to keep your kids warm in the winter. you got to get to your job. You're, these are not members of the laptop class who can sit in their kitchen in their sweatpants and do their state union job. So I, 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 the, the state is, I mean, habitual, chronic liar, the state of Minnesota, as run by the DFL. They're, they're at best, I was going to say they're like Cliff Clavin. I mean, nothing they say, you can't believe a thing they say, except Cliff Clavin was just sort of a lovable buffoon. I, I'm talking about from the TV show Cheers. Kids, ask your parents. Cheers went off the air 30 years ago. Holy cow. My producer probably wasn't born when Cheers went off the air. Where were you? Do you remember? Have any concept of the TV show Cheers? No, oh, I know Cheers syndication, okay. but uh, syndication. Yeah. Okay, so ninety one for me. So ninety one. So they, they went off the air in nineteen ninety three, about the time my my youngest was born. So yeah, I, I guess this is a reference that uh, Cliff Clavin is is not a great reference, although he has showed up at an AM twelve A the Patriot event before. Little known, John Ratzenberger. Uh, yeah, actually quite the conservative. Uh, and his character, one of my favorite comic characters in the history of television. Nonetheless, uh, you, you can count on the media not pressing them on any of this. So they're a habitual liar. But there are a bunch of things that are much worse. I've, I've, over the last few years, compared the DFL governing class to... I made a bunch of different comparisons. Like, for example, in the last hour, I made a, a Dwight Schrute reference. And to an older generation, that would be a Frank Burns reference. A, a an entitled Martinet who basically is, is has no self awareness and just babbles on about things. It it's, exerts a lot of control to which they're not entitled or to which they believe they are entitled. Uh, if you're a fan of Mash, you know Frank Burns. If you're a fan of The Office, and and honestly, who isn't? Then Dwight Schrute is a pretty universal reference. I happen to get them both. Kids, ask your parents. I, more on a less comic vein. I have compared the DFL, especially the DFL as it is in power today, to an abusive spouse. I mentioned the piece that I referred to often during the Dayton regime, uh, 20 Habits Toxic Narcissists Used to Control You by Shahida Arabi. Brilliant, brilliant piece. I've posted it many times on my blog, especially in show posts. And you look at the way the DFL messages to Minnesotans. 
the way they treat Minnesotans that step outside the, the, the color outside the DFL's lines, the way the DFL gaslights you, uh, gaslights people into to thinking, oh, you, you actually believe something that, that you, you say you don't, but we know better. We know what you really think. Not just the DFL, but there are many, many enablers. The, the DFL is an abusive spouse. Psychological abuse, for the most part, emotional abuse, sometimes physical abuse. I mean, if you were one of those store owners that tried to keep your business open during the absurd, ham-fisted, and completely inequitable lockdown that existed for no good reason after probably April or May of 2020, other than the DFL consolidating its power and paying off its stakeholders— that qualifies as abusive spouse material. Certainly the gas, I've documented the gaslighting, the moving of the goalposts, the uh, projection, the uh, making things up as they go along and creating an alternate reality that you have to try and keep up with. This is straight out of abusive spouse 101. But there's something else, especially now that the DFL has the trifecta. And, and this was something I first twig to uh, maybe six months ago, not long after the election, sometime between the election and probably Valentine's Day, a friend of the broadcast, someone, some of you, many of you know, someone who's actually appeared on this broadcast, not a Republican, not a conservative. I won't name names, but after the last election, he, again, not a Republican, asked, why is it that the Republican Party put a candidate like Scott Jensen out there? Why didn't the party step in and fix that? And since this person has a background in the DFL, at least as a DFL voter, it's an understandable reaction. The Republican Party, whatever its sins, whatever, whatever, it's, whatever it's good or bad at, the Republican Party has one trait that can either be considered deeply noble or intensely frustrating. And that is, for better or worse, the will of the delegates, the will of the activists who show up at caucuses and conventions, all the way up to the state convention, is sacrosanct. I do not recall the state party ever, ever taking action against an endorsed candidate to get the result it wants. When you get the endorsement of the delegates who are the delegates that have been elected to their positions by people who came out the caucuses and worked their way up through the process from between February and May or early June of election year. The party respects that and does what it can to help them, good or bad. The DFL, on the other hand, when they get a result out of the caucus and convention process that they don't like, Ken Martin and his machines swing into action. We saw this in 2018 when the conventions nominated, uh, endorsed Aaron uh, Murphy and Aaron May Quaid for governor and lieutenant governor and a bunch of other people, including attorney Matt Pelican for attorney general, someone who makes Keith Ellison look like Barry Goldwater. Aaron Murphy and Aaron May Quaid make make uh, Peggy Flanagan look like, well, Peggy Flanagan. I mean, they're all cut from the same cloth. But but neither of them was the comforting, quote, moderate, end quote, facade that Tim Waltz put on things. And, and 
Ken Martin probably not incorrectly realized that there was no way on earth uh, or heaven or earth or the other bad place that the Aarons were going to get elected, even in Minnesota, even in 2018. They were not wrong. Ken Martin pulled the strings it took to get the results he and the plutocrats who support the DFL wanted. This sounds like something very special we're going to talk about when we come back. Go nowhere. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. She's smart, beautiful, and a former Fox Business Channel host. Now you can hear her take on the day's financial news on The Trish Regan Show on the Salem Podcast Network. Hear intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Just say, play Play the the Patriot Patriot Minneapolis. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years relief factor can help i've never looked back almost 70 percent of the more than half a million people who have tried relief factor end up ordering more that's because it works for them the way it works for me isn't it time for you to get out of pain your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only 19.95 go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. For women facing unplanned pregnancies, Robbinsdale Women's Center is the best first step in getting information, resources, and the support they need to make an informed choice. I'm talking with Bruce, a longtime supporter of RWC. Bruce, why do you and your wife continue to give? We love and appreciate what RWC offers women. Empowerment when they feel most vulnerable. Unlike some clinics that offer only one choice, RWC provides accurate information on all options so women can make the best choice. Our investments are fruitful and saving lives. Each week, an average of five women who are initially at risk will instead choose life. RWC is debt-free, receives no government funding, it's 100% donor-funded, and needs our help to reach even more women with life-affirming care and support. How can listeners help support the life-affirming work at Robbinsdale Women's Center? Go to rwcinfo.org to help more women have the opportunity and support to choose life. Donate today at rwcinfo.org. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio each month for news, weather, and emergency information. A new bill in Congress would make sure AM radio remains in cars. Because when cell and Internet services are down, this free service could be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act. Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to four messages a month, and you may text STOP to STOP. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker. Now streaming AM 1280 The Patriot, intelligent radio. Just ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis. That's play The Patriot Minneapolis. AM 12B, The Patriot, Mitch Bergen for Brad Carlson. Get yourself in position to bag your quarry with the Hunter's Forecast Thursday mornings at 7-11, Thursday afternoons at 3 and 7 p.m., courtesy of Stock and Barrel, Minnesota's shooting range to the stars, including 
me with two locations in Chanhassen and at my home range, Egan, on any given uh, Saturday after the show or Sunday noonish, went out with the kids. You might find me at Egan. Sometimes with the kids, sometimes with some of my closest friends. Either way, you got to keep your edge on somehow. And you can rent guns there, which is a good thing because all of mine fell into Malax over the summer. Everyone, most uncanny thing you ever saw. It's the third time that's happened in the last five years. Every single gun I own, you'd think I would learn. 651-289-4488. You can also join us on Twitter, Gab, MeWe, and Getter. Uh, at the hashtag Narn Show, that's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Uh, not parlor, because it is pining for the fjords. More on that in a bit. And uh, also not Mastodon, because nobody cares about Mastodon. And not Truth, because I haven't gotten an invite to Truth yet. If Trump won't invite me, I'm not going to go. Anyway, so we talked about some things that can describe the DFL. I mean, pathological liar, yeah, we got that. That's their whole... Uh, and, and by the way, fairly, fairly absurd. If they were a person, they would get laughed out of the bar. I mean, we're talking about that person that always claims to have gotten the 42 point buck in their living room, uh, but lost it. Uh, they're the ones with the worst fish stories. If the DFL was someone talking uh, trash around a bar, they'd get laughed out and, and treated as that kind of nutcase. But they're the government. Uh, I call them the abusive spouse because, well, that's the way they treat Minnesota. I mean, the whole and, and that's, by the way, being being charitable. Uh, abusive spouse is the le- the least uh, <laughs> the least toxic thing I can ascribe to a, running behind a term like one Minnesota. I mean, that's got so many fascist overtones to it. Uh, we talked about that last week. Who, who are the real fascists? I mean, looking at, at Governor Grisham in, in New Mexico, I, I digress. I'm, I'm digressing. There's another term that I use, and, and, and this comes up when the DFL leadership, uh, Ken Martin, who, let's be honest, is essentially the errand boy for Alita Messenger and her pool of money from plu, uh, plutocrat uh, progressives with deep pockets who exert not just their will, but pretty much all power onto the DFL. Without the plutocrats, they would be a third party. They are a vessel for the plutocracy. I mean, they still call themselves the Democrat Farmer Labor Party. Farmers forsook the DFL decades ago, although that won't stop Channel 11 from running a uh, a special on a a story on a farmer who's voting for the DFL during election time. I mean, they got to run interference, but the farmers, the agriculture parts of the state are solid red and will stay that way for, I don't know, most of the rest of time until the parties realign themselves in another 50, 60 years, uh, which who knows what will happen then. At any rate, for the foreseeable future, the farmers are DFL and the workers unless they're members of public employee unions, are also Republicans. But the DFL, unlike the GOP, which I described earlier, respects to a fault the will of, of its delegates and, its, uh, it, and the people who get elected and caught from caucuses through the BPOU uh, district and state conventions. I mean, I, in all my years, 20 now, of being involved 
at the district and state level in Republican politics one way or the other, I do not recall the state party ever not once getting involved to uh, at the primary level against an endorsed candidate. Never. I recall last uh, election, I, I recall a few elections where the House GOP caucus, which is not the state party, I mean, remember, the, the GOP caucuses in both the House and the Senate do fundraising and assist in campaigns. And in fact, in previous elections, the House GOP caucus may have been the most powerful Republican interest group I- at election time. And the, the GOP caucus at last year, led by Kurt Doubt, did, in fact, get involved in some races against endorsed candidates. That's not the state party. Let's compare apples and apples here. Stop me if I'm wrong. Keep me honest if you need to. But I do not recall the state party ever throwing its weight behind an unendorsed uh, unendorsed candidate against an endorsed GOP candidate. They respect, for better or worse, the will of the elected delegates and the grassroots that much. The DFL is another story. As we talked about in 2018, uh, Ken Martin called in the mob, called in the, the all that plutocrat money against Aaron Murphy and Aaron May Quaid. And, and by the way, I was glad to, I would love to have faced those two in a general election because the DFL would have gotten shelled in that election, uh, most likely. I mean, granted, the media would have still turned out 100% effort and there would have been a lot of DFL money involved. But really, that's the job of of uh, Ken Martin's job is essentially to make sure the DFL is reflecting the will of its plutocrat donor class. And he did that. In 2018, he made sure the Aarons lost in the primary. He poured money into the Waltz Flanagan candidacy because he figured, without not without good reason, that they would be more electable with Tim Waltz's face appearing in front of the progressive machine, giving it a veneer of moderation. And and to the extent that, well, we saw the extent at which that was a veneer in this last session. When they get the trifecta, they govern like Benito Mussolini has just taken over in Rome. They did. And they bragged about it. They, they don't even, they don't even cover the fact that they consider this, a, 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 they giggled about the fact that they spent the entire session exercising raw, naked power in its purest form. Just like Mussolini did when he took over the wheels of government in Rome. I mean, hey, that's a fascism reference. Yeah, show me where I'm wrong. At any rate, uh, I'm not going to use the the, the fascist word. I was going to say the F word, but that has other, other connotations. Uh, even worse on a Salem station. No, I'm, I'm just going to use the R word. They act like a racket. And Ken Martin, I, I'm not going to say Ken Martin is Tony Soprano because he's not. He's he's more your your Silvio Dante type. He's the person who, when when Tony Soprano, I mean, Alita Messenger is more your Tony Soprano type. The person who says, oh, we need to make... Uh, or, or maybe maybe Don Corleone type. It's uh, well, Alan Murphy and Aaron uh, Quaid. They need to go away. And and Ken Martin is sort of like your Tom Hagen or your or Silvio Dante, the the one who actually goes about and actually hires the hitmen. 
pays off the the contractors, uh, makes the payments to the union bosses to, to to get things to happen. So so Ken Martin is the, for lack of a better term, the conciliar of the racket. He's the person who actually makes the magic happen for the godfather, or in this case, the godmother. Uh, godmothers and godfathers, really. Alita Messenger is the most consistent one, but Michael Bloomberg and and uh, Bill Gates and all the other plutocrats that pour the money into the DFL. The DFL is a racket. It is a racket that controls the political process in the DFL. If you are a DFL delegate who goes to one of those bizarro caucuses they have, and I don't, I don't know if you've ever attended a DFL caucus or watched a DFL caucus, it is... The most amazing waste of energy. I mean, they're called walking caucuses. If you've been to a Republican caucus, you may have been bored out of your mind. I get it. If you go to a DFL caucus, you are bored out of your mind, and you're running back and forth like you're in in an elementary school gym class playing, playing dodgeball, except you're playing dodge resolution in a DFL caucus scamper. They're called walking caucuses where you join, you physically walk over to different parts of the gym floor to express your votes for one issue or another. It's Byzantine. It's complex. It's mind numbingly complicated. I mean, it's not at all unusual for caucuses to run 10, 12, 14 hours. I run mine for two hours. If they long longer than two hours, I've, I've done something very wrong. I've run caucuses, helped run caucuses where 500 people showed up and we were out of there in two hours flat. And our results were respected, for better or worse, by the state party. Well, we had something pop up this last week. A uh, a, a official of the Minneapolis City Party, a fellow named Mike Norton, we've talked about him before because he's... Uh, the number two person in the Minneapolis City DFL behind a fellow, a woman named Brianna Rose Lee, who uh, basically a couple of months ago on Reagan's birthday said the best thing Reagan ever did was died. She got some justifiable flack for that. A lot of it for me. Cause, so she blocked me on Twitter. Norton, a little less, uh, well, considerably less of an intellectual coward than his boss. Uh Kind of, kind of blew the whistle on the racketeering nature of the DFL, perhaps without knowing it this past weekend. Boy, it was a doozy. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. More on that when we come back. Go nowhere. Are you tired of living with constant pain? Looking for a real solution that doesn't involve surgeries or harmful medications? Well, look no further. Welcome to Genovations Regen. They focus on getting to the root cause of your pain, not just masking the symptoms. The team utilizes cutting-edge treatment options to pinpoint your discomfort, ensuring a tailored plan to your unique situation. Say goodbye to long downtime recovery periods. Their in-clinic procedures are minimally invasive, allowing you to return to your activities quickly. Their advanced treatments target joint and soft tissue damage using all-natural techniques, creating an ideal environment for your body to heal naturally without relying on narcotics or surgery. Imagine a life where you're free from pain, able to do the things you love with ease. That's the life you deserve. Don't wait any longer to experience relief. Search Genovations Regen today. That's G-E-N-O-V-A-T-I-O-N-S. Regen. Get relief now with Genovations Regen. 
Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years. Now, almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Get ready for an unforgettable night of laughter with hilarious comedian Jeff Allen. I married a tough one. Tammy's a tough woman. First thing she did when we got married was take my spine away from me. She keeps it in her purse. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff Allen's Are We There Yet comedy tour. Three o'clock in the morning. I heard a noise. Here's your spine. Go down and see what it was. Comedian Jeff Allen will be in town on Thursday, November 16th, and you can save up to $10 per ticket. Just visit am1280thepatriot.com. Been putting off vacation plans because you can't bear to be away from this station? Great news. You can listen to this radio station whenever you want, wherever you want, any way you want. Download this radio station's app on your Apple or Android device, and your smartphone becomes your radio. Prefer apps like TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Odyssey.com? You can find our station there as well. Got a smart speaker like Amazon Echo or Google Home? Just say our name and ask it to play this station. We're always on. It's as simple as this. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. AM 12A, the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, the Patriot. By the way, stepping back last hour to our uh, bit about the uh, the buck never stopping on the, the DFL's, uh, on the governor's desk when you're Tim Waltz. Uh, Dave from uh, Mound writes in saying, it reminds me about Minlar's. I... I couldn't remember the name of the program uh, uh, of the of the initiative, but uh, the Minnesota Department of Transportation's licensing system. Uh, and and Dave from Mount Point said, "Yeah, millions of dollars spent on a system that never deployed, and not one person paid a price." Where, where this is during Waltz's first term, and I, I remember this now because I talked about this. This is I, I, this is one that I never got to interview for. I, I did get to interview for uh, for Minsure. That was during the Dayton administration, a colossal waste. I mean, the biggest of all the health exchanges that grew out of Obamacare and turned into basically licenses to transfer taxpayer money to the nonprofit industrial complex, the Minnesota was the worst one. Oregon was a close second. Don't get me wrong. We weren't <laughs> government software development is, is always bad. And I say this as someone who's been working in the civilian private sector software business for an entire career now. 30-plus years. Uh, but Minlars, the Minnesota License and Referral, I forget what, it, what the, the, uh, the, the term means, but tens of millions of dollars were spent uh, for a system. But that, by the way, the private sector would have been able to put out in a year or two and have work. It never went online. Never. This was during Waltz's first term, and people have forgotten about it now because – We've had much bigger problems coming out of the executive branch, all of which have one thing in common. 
Not only has the buck not stopped on Tim Waltz's desk, not even a quarter or a dime of it has stopped on the governor's desk that the media didn't quickly sweep away and, I don't know, drift, hand off to somebody in the nonprofit industrial complex. Thank you, Dave, from Mound. Yes, absolutely. That's correct. Uh, so this past week, uh, a fellow who uh, was, we've talked about on the show, a fellow named Mike Norton, who's been in the news before, uh, partly in re- uh, as a result of his boss, Minneapolis City DFL chair, Branna Rose Lee, uh, who got herself into some controversy that she didn't need to because it was just such a stupid thing to say. I mean, not just dancing on a politician's grave, but doing it so very stupidly, saying that Ronald Reagan uh, was one of the most evil people who ever lived. I mean, that is that's just not not just stupidity. That's the absence of of intelligence, context, logic, reason, or any reason to open your mouth. I say that, things like that. I, but why, why did she block me? At any rate, uh, Norton, smarter guy, smarter person, who wrote a, uh, a letter this past week to Chairperson Lee saying, quote, it's the greatest respect and admiration for your work as chair and work of our colleagues, yada, yada, that informed my... Uh, my intention to resign my role as vice chair. Unfortunately, my tendency to be outspoken has been problematic. I don't want to be a distraction to the local party unit. Yada, yada. While I understand the goal of the Minnesota DFL, Minneapolis DFL rather, is to endorse and support candidates for local elections, the endorsement procedure is highly problematic and exclusionary. Due to the complex and cumbersome caucus and convention process, fewer than 1% of voters tend to be willing to waste a springtime Saturday sitting in a school auditorium to participate in an antiquated endorsement process. <laughs> the, uh, the, this generally leads to incumbents and insiders winning endorsements and means that in a one-party town like Minneapolis that only a, hand farted, a handful of people are deciding which candidates are considered viable out of the gate. He missed a few things, as we discussed. 2018, certainly that, that handful of people certainly went against the, the state party's grain. Uh, he went on to say, Kate Mortensen, the political newcomer where I live in Ward 13. Where else? Of course, Ward 13. Anyway, assumed she'd have the opportunity, opportunity to persuade the delegates of the convention, not realizing almost everyone that shows up has been recruited to do so by candidates they're already supporting. Only in extremely rare circumstances where the candidates... Uh, where the candidate is exceptionally well organized early in the campaign, such as Soren Stevenson in Ward 8 or Oren Chowdhury in Ward 12, is the political newcomer able to overcome the hurdles to achieving endorsement in Minneapolis? Beyond an endorsement process in desperate need of updating, the Minnesota uh, DFL seems unwilling or unable to support adequate safeguards. This is the part. I'm going to start at the top of this paragraph again. Because up there, up to this point, we've talked about some of the some some of the aspects of the racket that is the DFL and how it affects the uh, the 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 grassroots. I mean, it takes all day Saturday to get through a DFL caucus. Republican caucuses are the first Tuesday night, seven o'clock. Every the the second Tuesday after the first Monday of February in an election year in the odd in the uh, even numbered years. In other words, this coming February is caucus time. You know where it is. You know the date it's going to be. If you don't, you should. You remember it. It's the first Tuesday after the first Monday of the month. So, uh, 
And it's usually done inside two hours. In fact, I've gotten them done in under a half hour. I've had caucuses where I was the only delegate or the only attendee in my precinct. So I was done with those in five minutes. That was the best. At any rate, a DFL caucus can be 10 or 12 or 14 hours. And that, that's if, by the way, it doesn't erupt into a riot, as some of the ones in, in Five Corners have been doing this last couple of years. I mean, police have been called, tear gas has been deployed, uh, and, and that's just the sergeant at arms. I mean, it's been pandemonium. And that's not even touching on the state party, which Mike Norton then goes on to uh, talk about in the next paragraph, which is important. Beyond an endorsement process in desperate need of updating, the Minnesota DFL, that's the state party, seems unwilling or unable to support adequate safeguards against fraud within the process. They require the local party unit to follow. Wards 5, 6, and 10 all displayed significant delegate irregularities, and the state DFL's response appeared to be indifference. It's frustrating, says Mike Norton, outgoing vice chair of the Minneapolis DFL City Committee. It's uh, frustrating and disappointing that the Minnesota state DFL only seems to worry about Minneapolis when they need high turnout for state and federal elections. Huh. So, couple points there. The party that insists that not only are Minnesota statewide elections absolutely above board and secure has a significant official who just says they can't guarantee that about their internal elections. The people who give us a corrupt, by their own admission, or at least one of their prominent officials' admissions, is telling you you're a fascist if you don't think, if you don't reflexively parrot, yes, our election system is perfect, needs no oversight whatsoever. Second, the DFL treats this entire process as the, well, afterthought is not the right word. It's a pre-thought. It's an irrelevancy, a pointless exercise in, in burning off carbs and calories because the decision is all made and all they really need is to get all those votes on the hoof, all that human livestock to turn out to the polls. He, Norton said it himself. It's frustrating and disappointing that the Minnesota DFL only seems to worry about Minneapolis when they need high turnout for state and federal elections. This is one of the people, and, and Mike Norton, I will put you on the air in a heartbeat if you want to give us a call, 651-289-4488. I'll put you on next Saturday, if you'd like, to rebut any of this. But last I checked, Mike Norton is one of the crowd that thinks Jacob Fry is a conservative. And that's what they've taken to lately, calling Jacob Fry a conservative. I mean, there's so little opposition in that city so far, for now, that they feel perfectly free to use their opponent's name is an internal pejorative. Jacob Fry, a conservative. Well, compared to the mainstream of the DFL today, he is. Mike Norton is part of the wave of people that took over the, the Mi Minneapolis City Committee 
because the previous wave weren't progressive enough. Berg's 24th law, by the way, any any DFL politician who gets replaced will get replaced by someone worse. Uh, by worse, I mean more progressive. And all due respect to Mike Norton, but he will be replaced by someone farther to his left when he has left. Apparently he's left immediately. At any rate, he points out the racket-like nature. The, the state party follows the behavior that I spelled out in the preamble to this to this this hour. The state party does what Ken Martin, the conciliere, the, the, the Silvio Dante of the racket, the middle person between Alita Messenger, Mike Bloomberg, and the rest of the plutocrats with deep pockets, acting through their money laundering operation. Yes, I said it. The money laundering operation that is Win Min and the Alliance for a Better Minnesota, and essentially just treats not just Minneapolis, but the entire state DFL apparatus as a turnout machine to enact the will of their plutocrat voters and, and the inner circle. It's a racket. Uh, Mike Norton, outgoing vice chair in his resignation letter, finishes up saying, quote, Given my fundamental disagreement with the current endorsement process and lack of confidence in the state party to find a resolution, it seems unproductive of me to continue in the role of Minneapolis City DFL vice chair. Please accept my resignation effective immediately. So he's out. And not that it matters to me, but he will be replaced by someone to his left. Probably someone to Brianna Rose Lee's left at this rate, because the the DFL in Minneapolis felt the defeat they suffered in 2021 when their attempt to restructure the Minneapolis Police Department was shredded by black Minneapolis, by the African-American, Latino, and in Native American neighborhoods by a two-to-one margin while the white progressives voted for it. Brianna Rosley, Mike Norton, with all due respect, These are the white progressives we're talking about, and they are the empire, and they are striking back without Mike Norton. Uh, Best of luck, Mike. Open invitation for you to appear on this show and talk about it. I I will wait with bated breath. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot Go Nowhere. the patriot freedom fan club for prizes contests quizzes and more plus get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events it's free to join so visit am1280thepatriot.com today this is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 16 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and a Christian-owned company. Don't get stuck in the endless cycle of payments. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. 
Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly, there were no hidden costs in their quotes, and the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only did they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely. We're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. It's a look at today's most compelling stories and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I'm just waiting to see what this song is. What did I pick out for this break? There we go. Oh, I remember now. That seems so long ago before the show. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Oh, I remember now. That's right. AHA's cover of the Everly Brothers song. Oh, this is awesome. I, I, I bet you because AHA, of course, is Norway's biggest top 40 band ever. And I'm going to Norway sometime really soon here. I'm not going into details because, duh. I've got my pride and I know how to hide all my sorrow They weren't just take on me. Anyway, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Mitch Berg in for Brad Carlson today. Speaking of music, Elephant in the Room is off until uh, November 3rd. Our next gig is coming up a little over a month away, but that doesn't mean we're totally off uh, off the road. No, we have a gig coming up next Saturday night uh, in uh, the North Loop of Minneapolis. I I won't go into details, but if you go to shotinthedark.info, I posted a link to the Minneapolis City Committee page and you can uh, it's a fundraiser for the Minneapolis uh, GOP City Committee to help them do something that uh, the Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis GOP has desperately needed to do for quite some time. We've talked with Sean Holster on the air about this in the past. Well, Elephant in the Room will be playing that fundraiser a week from tonight, from, I believe, 7 till 10. Uh, so stop on by. We're going to be out uh, outside. We're going to have a bunch of uh, special guests showing up. The f- weather is looking nice. It's not going to be like last night, knock wood. 
and it'll be it'll be a fun time. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't played in down. I have not played a gig in downtown Minneapolis since 1989. So that'll tell you something about uh, how long it's been since I played that area. It's a block north of Bunkers, by the way. Um, anyway, hope you can make it. It's a fundraiser, so the cover charge is not insignificant this time. Not it's their call. They're raising money. It's for a great cause. We're happy to play it. Anyway. Hope to see you there. After that, Elephant in the Room uh, is uh, taking a month off. Uh, a bunch of us are taking some vacations, and we'll be back, I believe it's November 3rd. We got a bunch of gigs in November. We'll talk about that uh, in a couple weeks here. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Hope you can make it to any or all of them. So we were talking about the uh, the, the resignation of Mike Norton. And uh, this sort of speaks to the idea that the DFL is a racket. And we're getting evidence of that from the racket. Uh, Speaking of Democrats and people on the left lying, uh, let's there's a story that came out last week where you had an awful lot. I mean, the the left is really steamed about the fact that that uh, Republican uh, governors and legislators, especially in Florida, are keeping what amounts to gender-based pornography out of elementary school libraries. Not high school libraries, not bookstores, not finding and burning the books door-to-door throughout the state. No, just keeping pornography away from elementary school kids. Now, a story the Democrats and the left are steamed about this, and they're finding all these stories where Republicans are supposedly banning books and bringing consequences down on people who who read from books. And a a wave of Democrats, including the National Educational Association's vile chief executive, Randy Weingarten, were passing around a story last week saying a teacher in Texas was fired for reading the diary of Anne Frank to their class. And, And Randy Weingarten said, yep, this speaks for itself. Now, This situation gives you a choice. Number one, is the most loathsome part of this situation, the most disgusting part of this situation, the fact that leftist hamsters like Randy Weingarten and everyone else who support her are lying about the teacher getting fired for reading Anne Frank. A teacher did get fired in Texas, but it wasn't for reading the diary of Anne Frank. No, in fact, she was fired for reading, as Community Notes pointed out on Randy Weingarten's post, uh, was not the diary of Anne Frank. It was a book called Anne Frank's Diary, The Graphic Adaptation. And when we say graphic adaptation, it took a couple of excerpts from the book where the adolescent young Ms. Frank uh, was fantasizing about various, as teenagers are wont to do, about, about sex to put it bluntly. And the graphic adaptation took a couple of those passages and turned it into full-on pornography. Lesbian pornography for the most part, although I haven't read the book. But it's an adaptation, and let's just say a, a highly loose adaptation, which includes depictions not only of various... Uh, hetero and homosexual fantasies, but a depiction of molestation, which is 
If you followed the story of Otto Frank, Anne's father, the only person in the true, real-life story who survived, this is the sort of, of loathsomeness that deserves to be punished so viciously that I have no words for it. Now, that's one option. Is, is, is it more loathsome that progressive hamsters like Randy Weingarten are lying about the act that got the idiot teacher fired for reading lesbian pornography to, high, to, to school kids? Or is it the other option that someone actually wrote a queer porn version of Anne Frank? I mean, check in on your history, folks. It's not that gay people didn't have plenty of skin in the game during the Holocaust. I mean... Right after Jews, they were public enemy number two. There are a wealth of horrific stories about the persecution of people who were actually homosexuals during the Third Reich. And there is no need to appropriate, and that is the term, an utterly non-LGBTQ story. Unless you're goal is to subvert all history into into intersectional theory friendly uh, bite-sized pieces which is more loathsome lying about the episode or distorting this particular piece of objective history for intersectional points i call it a tie Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Thanks for tuning in. Brad Carlson back next Sunday. I'll back on Saturday. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. Some days I feel so down, I can barely get out of bed. Is this depression? Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment, and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Unlock a healthier, happier you. Join Dr. Carrie Gelb every Saturday at 9 a.m. on Open Your Eyes Radio. With over 30 years of optometry experience, Dr. Gelb explores nutrition, exercise, stress reduction, and sleep for promoting longevity and good health. Tune in to AM 1280 The Patriot for invaluable insights and discover the powerful connection between overall well-being and your eyes. Learn more by visiting drkerrygelb.com. That's D-R-K-E-R-R-Y-G-E-L-B. Embark on a life-changing experience every Saturday at 9 a.m. How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before. 
at conception. That's right, every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. When it comes to investing in your house, do you want to know what one of the most confusing items there is to make decisions on? Windows. We are talking massive price swings, every salesperson telling you something vastly different, and very little useful information online, which opens the door for salespeople to overcharge you. Hi, I'm Ryan with My Three Quotes, an expert on your side. I've worked with many of the top window brands and installers in the Twin Cities and can give you the pros and cons of each. That's what you get when you call me to stop by and measure your windows. We'll talk options that best fit your needs, whether it's vinyl, wood, composite, or fiberglass, and you'll receive quotes from multiple contractors just a few days later. There's no obligation to buy, but if you do, I'll be there to help you write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, I provide the same free service for siding and roofing. Window lead times are extra long right now, so set up an appointment today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.